Hello, 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 beautiful people. How are you doing? I'm Hershey Sunday, and I'm back with the scoop. Welcome back to the show. I'm so excited to have you all here. First of all, let me just get this out the way. Happy Women's History Month. Okay, March is Women's History Month, so we will be repping women all month, giving us our just due because we deserve Okay, as we always do. And I have a special guest on the show. Now, you have heard her name a time or two because I always give a shout out because she deserves. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, introducing Nikki Devereaux. Hey, Hi, girl. Hey. I'm so happy to be here. Um, And you know what, girl? I'm so glad that you got me on here because I didn't even know it was Women's History Month. <laughs> Look at me, a whole woman. I didn't even know. <laughs> Girl, thank God for Google because uh, you know it, it kind of crept up on us. You it's women's history month every month. It is. Every month and especially for black women. Especially. It is always black women's history month every month. All year long. That needs to go ahead and be a McDonald's commercial since they want to <laughs> do everything else. <laughs> Girl, don't make don't let them do it on Black History Month because you know no, they will. They will. They'll have They'll an be, Afro uh, happy meal. They're gonna bring the mighty wings back. <laughs> In honor of you ninjas, here you go. <laughs> we knew y'all liked it, so we just bought it back again. <laughs> a Mick hot sauce for you, too. I'm going to be in there, too. I, no, I would. I would since you roll in that commercial. I ain't even going to hold you. The Mighty Wings. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let me be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I love it. I love it. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Nikki Devereaux. So excited to have her on the show. We're going to discuss some topics. Um, and, and I just, you know, I, I'm just appreciative that we have someone that has been listening to the show, a friend, I always say a friend of the show, but girl, you're my good girlfriend in real life. And um, to get your viewpoint, it's Women's History Month. We're going to celebrate. We're going to have a good time. So before we get started to the scoop, we're going to give a shout out to our sponsor, which is Auntie Elixir. If you're looking for a delicious carbonated beverage that helps with the after effects of a hangover, anti-elixir is the beverage for you. Not only can you drink it by itself, so if you're doing a little tootsie rolling and pre-gaming before you hit the bars and the clubs, drink it before, but you can also mix it in with your alcohol as a cocktail. It's super delicious, has a really nice ginger lemon taste, super refreshing, and you can order it on antielixir.com or on amazon.com. Just type in anti-elixir. Now, don't forget to leave a review on Amazon. Let them know the Hershey Sunday sent you anti-elixir go ahead get you a piece it's the carbonated beverage that helps alleviate hangovers girl I know I could have used some last night because I was just paid <laughs> out where'd oh, you go oh girl okay so we went out for our anniversary and happy anniversary <laughs> thank you we trying to hold it together girl I can't good times Girl, you know what? It was so nice. He took me um out to a restaurant that's like local to Indiana, which was actually pretty nice because you know downtown is canceled. 
Oh, now forever canceled. Now they didn't got. I think they got Lori up out of the. I think mm-hmm. Auntie Lori is gone. Auntie is gone, baby. They was like, oh, we we won't do this again. Not and and I won't be back again. How about that, y'all? <laughs> but you know, every time I've gone downtown, it's been a disaster. You know, you yep. have to walk to get inside, and then for the grand finale, they tow your car. Um, let me tell you something. I ain't never so disrespected as I did when we both got our cars towed together. Me, you, and Leatrice. They yep. just, they got us all that day. They and got me, us all. Girl, they made about, they made a band on us that day. They did. Hit they, a whole lick. They hit a lick. And I tell you, they held our cars hostage. Mm-hmm. We, and we couldn't do nothing. I didn't, I, you know, I was so angry. I wanted to blow up the place. <laughs> and I about being no suicide bomber in my life. Until that moment, I was like, you everybody know can go. At this point, it ain't the kids will be fine. Mm-hmm. They can live with their grandparents because this tell them to do it in my memory every year. Just go down to Wigleyville or whatever and blow it up. I would. I'm never going back. So it was really nice. We went somewhere local, girl. Like a good 15, 20 minute drive. But the mm-hmm. drinks were so strong. I could have used the anti elixir. Well, shout out to Auntie Alexa. Um, you know what? I'm gonna give you a few um cans so you can test it out for yourself. I love it because let me tell you something. When I want to drink my little gin and my vodka, and I don't want to wake up with a hangover or feel you know just out of it the next day, you know I'm in my 30s. See, you still young, tender. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? You still young, hot, and popping in your 20s. These 30s hit way different. And, you know, between my knees hurting and then, you know, a hangover, I can't, you know, produce what I need to produce. So, Antiolixa really is dope. Um, and it tastes good on its own. Like, I, I would drink it by itself. So, hmm. uh, I, I do stand by that product. But, yeah. I'm, I'm, so, y'all went to a, a good restaurant. Now, how was the food? You know I'm all about the calories, girl. How was the food? What you ordered? The food was good. Um, he got a surf and turf. Mm-hmm. and i got a cowboy ribeye and they were both really good i asked for mm-hmm. my steak medium rare it was medium mm-hmm. rare girl they had mm-hmm. a whiskey peppercorn sauce mm-hmm. oh, you know i love a gravy mm-hmm. so it was actually pretty good um that sounds good yeah i mean and honestly the prices were fair it wasn't i mean it wasn't like it was comparable to i mean you would pay more downtown by the time you pay for parking uh-huh. and valet or whatever you go it was nice. I mean, the drinks were so strong. Well, it's the lighthouse. It's in uh, Cedar Lake. And, and it's so beautiful because it's sitting right on the lake. So you know where Cedar Lake is. They got that big mm-hmm. body of water. The restaurant is actually right there on the lake. So if you want to, like in the summertime, you can go sit out there on the deck and be right above the water. Ooh. It's real pretty. Yeah, I'm going to have to check that place out. That sounds beautiful. Yeah, even if we just went for drinks or something, mm-hmm. we would love it. They probably got really good, um, like appetizers too. Um, you know, I love a good appetizer. Yeah, they got, like, a good calamari or good um, cocktail shrimp or something like that. They had very non-traditional appetizers, so um, they had things that you wouldn't necessarily think to put. But they're like what we did try; it was really good. Um, they mm-hmm. had like a goat cheese dip, and I was like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna try that next time. Don't you- too. And even some of their entrees were not like they had, of course, like a pasta section. They had like um a short rib. So they had entrees that were like less than $30. But then they also mm-hmm. had the more like pricey things. So there's something for everybody. 
Okay, well, you know what? I'm so glad that y'all had a beautiful anniversary. My week actually has been um pretty pretty exciting. Can't go into details, obviously, you know what it is, but like mm-hmm. pretty exciting. Um and it kind of solidified like I would just say that it solidified what I really really enjoy doing and why I enjoy doing it. And um I'm going at it full throttle, so Hopefully some good news in the future, but um, yeah, it's been good, you know, just just maintaining. Um, what did I do? Did I do anything? Yeah, nothing too exciting. Yeah, just work. Good work, but but just work. Um, it's had a pretty decent week. Good. Are you, um, you know, I want to ask, because I saw a post today and it, it was saying that it was a girl, she was saying she went to the gym and she said the number of black women in the gym, mm. she was just astounded by how well we're taking care of ourselves. Yes. Like, we're the main ones in the gym. We're in there. So um, I didn't go today because I had I was kind of getting over some, some you know, health stuff. I had a cold or whatever. Um, don't want to go into like, you know, detail about everything. But yeah, I'm telling you, we're in there. All shapes, all sizes. And not just in there, you know, looking dusty. We're in there in our cute little outfits, working out, getting a good workout in. And I love to see it because I feel like the stigma for a a lot of Black women is that we don't care about our health um, Mm -hmm. and that we're just comfortable with being um, overweight. and, 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 you know, I don't think that that's the case. I feel like some women, you know, it's a lifestyle change. A lot of things have occurred. And then let's not act like, working out it may not come easily for everybody you know what i'm saying um it doesn't come easily for me i know that for sure so um yeah i have seen a lot of black women in the gym i've seen a lot of black men too in the gym mm-hmm. working out girl and i'm gonna tell you that's what they had if you look at people <laughs> people like folks that's in the gym yeah check it off my business <laughs> and the also, men's like the girls in the gym okay regardless of the size or whatever you think he won't like baby they like it mm-hmm. and don't assume that because of somebody's size they don't work out i mean mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. i'm not trying to throw no shade out there but if you look at how lizzo performs her breath control all mm. that that girl works out now you get some of these these uh newfangled rappers they put on stage <laughs> and they be out of breath after five minutes and okay. they and they skinny. And yes, it's not an indication of somebody's fitness level, their size. I saw Lizzo. What impressed me was one, yeah, her stamina. But girl, some girl would wanted a hug or something, and the way she dropped down and got down on the floor mm-hmm. and laid there, and hugged the girl, and the way she just got back up, I'm like, baby, it couldn't have been me, cause the way the 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 gauges and the joints set up in my knees and back. Like you could tell, Lizzo is an act physically active person. Mm-hmm. You cannot give a concert for over like an hour and a half, and this is high intensity. You jumping up and down, running across the stage, and singing, and playing an instrument, and dancing. Yep. Every every other night, like that takes that is a physical workout. Yep, so and that goes with the stigma. You. People yeah. assume if you are bigger that you can't move. I mean, that girl, she can move. Yeah move girl and i need all four of my tires rotated <laughs> and i can't do what lizzo do and that's don't don't judge a book by its cover okay no you can't and you gotta you know and that's a girl that's a whole other tangent like i get so sick of like the stigma of 
you know, as a bigger person, and I've always been a bigger person. Um, now, mind you, I'm probably not the best spokesperson because I know I do not like to work out. It's not like a, a natural love, but I do care about my health. Like, I don't just sit there and eat like bonbons all day. I have to remind myself to eat. Um, I can, of course, I, I, I can have a dish or two. I like a good meal, but like, if I'm busy, I'm working. I'm not, you know, eating all day long a bunch of crap. One, because that makes me feel terrible. Like, I don't want to feel sick. And two, like, I I don't, I like healthier foods. Like, I like foods with, you know, color and, and you know, vegetables mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And people get such, you know, a bad rap. I was looking at something the other day on TikTok. And it was a girl. Mine's a very cute girl, small, pretty girl. But she gorges on food. And I'm just looking through the comments, waiting to see a comment talking about unhealth- how unhealthy this looks. Because it was. It was a bunch of, like, triple cheeseburger, large yep. fry. And mind you, do what you want. It's your body, your choice. But I was like, now, had that been an overweight person or a fat person, the comments would have been riddled with, you going to die of a heart attack, and you ain't yep. going to live to see tomorrow. And who, girl? <laughs> it would have been just terrible in them comments and I'm like this this is not healthy either but y'all because she's aesthetically pleasing to y'all and has the appearance of being healthy y'all fine with it it's just girl the double standard gets my goat every time and when they see a bigger person eating healthy it's still something to be said yeah don't you think that salad dressing is a little little heavy (laughs) (laughs) you can't win you yeah. can't win, so eat what you gonna eat. And of course, yeah. you know, be be conscious of your health. And look, all I'm worried about is that blood work. Is my blood work good? It's the blood. It's the blood work because those are the results. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like of, of what's actually going on inside. Is my heart okay? Am I having any you know problems breathing? My blood work is it okay? Is my sugar okay? You know? Yeah. I don't need no my leg being. <laughs> You're talking about people not having legs. <laughs> <laughs> and don't let me be up in the kitchen and my arm on fire and I don't feel it. <laughs> and I don't feel a thing. I don't feel nothing. <laughs> Nikki, your arm. <laughs> Girl, at that point, call me Big Mama. Big Mama, your arm. Girl, like, as long as it's not like that, like, mind your business. And I'm going to be honest, and I'm going to get to that later in the show, too. <laughs> but I feel a whole type of way because yes, I'm gonna go ahead and shout out my man, my man, my man. I saw Jonathan Majors look at that thicker oh. girl and the mm-hmm. way he cocked that neck to the side to watch all that booty walk away. I said, you know what? I just want you, <laughs> you bitter bitties, to know that the same ones y'all saying, oh, they wouldn't like this, that, or the third. You don't know what a person likes. And that is not the first time I've seen him very much uh, a 10 hut to a thicker girl. I think he like big girls. I'm going to say it on the show first. He like them thick. I agree with you. I could see him liking that. I mean, honestly, he he's so much of a man, you know, and I, I who don't like big girls ain't men. I ain't saying that. I might be implying it, but I didn't say it. <laughs> but he's a real man, okay? He needs... I feel like he want to lift something up. Yeah, like a, you know, he's yeah. from Texas. He's from Dallas. I feel like he... And this ain't, this ain't a fat joke. So, so big girls, this, I'm not trying to make fun of us, <laughs> but you know, they used to, to just lift in bells of hay, right? Mm-hmm. He grew up on a farm. He probably, he probably loves it. Like, oh, 
how much is that the max weight? I bet you I can bench that. He probably could. That's what he like. He want a challenge, girl. And so, who am I to deny him? And you and you would be so wrong to deny that man. You can't deny him nothing. Uh, no, <laughs> that's Kane. That is Kane the Conqueror. Girl, don't let me. Mm-mm. <laughs> we can't even go into that. But <laughs> and, and you know what? Michael was a little more low key with it, but he's a little. But I bet you he'll try it. He would try it. He but would try it. He turned the whole and they knew they was on camera. Yep. Did not care. Did him. not care. It was another girl, and I'm gonna have to send it to you. Uh, and she was a little bit bigger than the um, you know, the other journalist or whatever. And he up here just complimented her. Oh, you look so good. <laughs> like oh. let me find out you like a little and she got a you know, she was she you she was a curvy girl, she was a bigger woman, cute, dressed. You know, looking very professional. Didn't have to show a whole lot of skin, but I man, don't mm-hmm. keep playing, Jonathan. Keep keep on keep keep it up. Now I I put this girl to the side for you. Her she gonna be outside the house. I I will open the door with a pot of greens. <laughs> you know you hungry, <laughs> girl. How many turkey tails you gonna put in the pot? Cause twelve. Okay, all right. Twelve rounds, twelve turkey tails in honor of Creed oh. three. Yes, I love did you go, that. Did you go see Creed three? By the way, so I did not yet. Um, I have heard good reviews though. Mm-hmm. So indulge me and tell me what you thought. So I won't spoil it because I know, um, you know, you haven't seen it yet. But I would say Michael B. Jordan is such a gem. Like I just like him as a person. Like okay, he's handsome, talented, all that, all that. But his dedication to making sure this film, you could tell he put his heart into it. Um, the scenes were perfect. I feel like for him to be able to juggle being an actor and a director in his own movie, being that this is the first time, he did a stellar job. Um, you know, he did an amazing job with casting um, Jonathan Majors as the antagonist in the movie, but also bringing... Um, to like it, it was one of those things that you rooted for the both of them and you wanted the mm-hmm. both of them to be like hey bro like let's just come to terms with what this is I enjoyed it I feel like I want to see more movies with the both of them um together they have such a good dynamic uh which oh this is a good little interlude to go into one of the topics so um they were getting a lot of mixed reviews on their friendship and their affection. I don't know if you've seen it. Mm, you know, I saw, and you, know, I didn't feed into it too much. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. was mostly, you know, it's the nobodies in the comments who got something. Exactly. Exactly. The, the and the dusties who mm-hmm. felt a way about it. And, you know, they had something to say about the photo shoots they do mm-hmm. um, particularly mm-hmm. you know Jonathan's photo shoot where he had on like pink or whatever mm-hmm. and you know it's like you're at home in in your mama basement typing a comment <laughs> so I mean do we really care what you think do, thank you do thank we really you. care because we don't no. um so I really you know once I saw a couple of them comments I kind of was like I'm gonna just enjoy the pictures for what they are without thank you you know reading into it Without going too deep. And I feel the same way. I feel like between the pictures that he took, between, um, you know, they, one, they're promoting the movie, and two, they genuinely 
from what they said became friends you know it's like a Michael B. Jordan had mentioned after he lost Chadwick Boseman which he considered his big brother he was like I lost one brother and was able to gain another brother you know and it felt it was a natural organic type of thing you know Mm -hmm. and they're not I feel like uh, you know I know a lot of black men (laughs) the passport bros and all the ashes and the podcast pirates (laughs) get you know all riled up but there are a lot of black men that are coming to terms with their emotions. They're getting the therapy that they need. They're figuring out how to unbox how they feel. And they are so secure in their manhood and masculinity that they don't need this overpowering, you know, um, masculinity that, you know, toxic masculinity where they can't show emotion or love or support to the, you know, people that they are close with. And mm-hmm. I love seeing it. I love seeing the brotherhood because it's healthy. It's like, okay, yeah, I need you to have somebody you can talk to other than me. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you know, please. that may be able to understand you. I'm not a man. I can't understand you. Absolutely. And I think something else is, um, you know, when the the male actors, male black male actors we've had, mm-hmm. we didn't have a lot of them at once. And now it's kind of like we have a good variety of mm-hmm. black male actors. I mean, I could think of at least 10 yep. who are relevant. Mm-hmm. And who did we have when we had Denzel? Mm-hmm. Who else was there? And girl, did we really have Denzel like our age group? Because that was like our mothers. Um... Well, I said we. <laughs> um, but you know, when you think there wasn't a lot of opportunity for Denzel to show love to another black no. male actor and and have a friend, he didn't have any other friend in, friends in the industry who were no. um similar to him. No, just didn't have that. So we didn't really get to see that type of friendship depicted on screen or even outside of that in his personal life because he didn't have a lot of um peers. That's true. That's very true. You know, we have that now. We have uh, what's his name? Trevante Rose. We got Trevante Rose. Mm hmm. Jonathan got Aldous Hodge. Yep. Um, you got Yaya uh, yep. Abdul Mateen II. You got um, Jordan Peele. I mean, I Jordan don't know Peele. Not, but there's a lot of younger Don black Yeah, yeah. There's so many now. I mean, there's still not enough. Mm-hmm. But there are a lot of black men that we can see in the forefront who are friends. They're mm-hmm. genuinely friends. Mm-hmm. And they support each other. And I love to see it because it's it's successful black men doing what they love, showing love. It, it's not a competition they're rooting mm-hmm. you know we saw it with um a lot of the black girl magic whenever all you know which we always supported each other but you you physically saw oh uh this black actress and this black singer they're friends and they gonna promote their stuff cross promote and hype each other up and i love being able to see that from the male's perspective of yeah this is my homeboy this is my brother i'm going you know we're going to get you a role. We're going to work together. We're going to, you know, I'm going to teach you what I know. I love seeing that because that's the examples that needs, people need to be able to see that you can excel and be successful without having to step on everybody and do cutthroat stuff. You know what I mean? Yep, I agree. Uh, and it's enough room for everyone. Yeah. So I love to see it. I, I love, you know, seeing them and and other black actors show love and and be in tune with their emotions and and just you know 
it's it's plenty out here. You don't have to be toxic. <laughs> and you really to don't. Like and everybody can have their own lane too. Mm-hmm. Um, the same people who are drawn to Jonathan Majors are not necessarily drawn to Michael B. Jordan mm-hmm. or vice versa for whatever reason, you know. Um, and now yep. of course, I think they're all attractive. Um, mm-hmm. but <laughs> listen, you know, they all look good. I mean, beep, beep. I go ahead. All of their productions, but you know, we all have our our top contenders, of course. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, That's I very true. It. I loved it. I had I had no true. issue with it. I loved, you know, I didn't find any issues with the poses or. And, and honestly, I mean, some of the people who are complaining, what, did did they not see the B two K album covers? I mean, <laughs> did they not see the Word Up magazines that we had posted? Okay. Now, if we were going to say something, that would have been the time. <laughs> Y'all could have stopped Chris Stokes, but you didn't. <laughs> but you you were silent, so don't. So Michael right, don't come out the woodworks now. Yeah, they're both grown men who are comfortable with what they're doing. They're not they're not minors. I, I just don't see the issue there. And honestly, some of the poses I saw, nothing to me about it was promoting, you know, they want to say the agenda. I didn't mm-hmm. see any of that. I just saw two men who have become brothers. Yeah. And that just goes to show you, too, how, like, far few in between we see this type of affection amongst Black men in a positive light. It's like that's the first go-to is attacking their sexuality. It's like, Mm -hmm. oh, it must be something. And it's like, well, I mean, not to be like that, but other races have no problem showing I mean I, they get very much deep down look gazing into each other's eyes holding hands almost kissing each other on the cheek no one questions their sexuality nope unless they verbally express that they are you know gay straight um tra- whatever you know they are and it's like y'all y'all really only do this with black men yep so, it's always a question no matter what and you know some of it is I don't, I feel like it's a self-sabotage. Like it's, like people refuse to believe it's too good to be true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, oh, we can't have, it's not possible that they can be this fine. Mm-hmm. And like, what they, they want to ruin it for us. That's what they do. They do. They want to ruin it. They like, you know what, you black women, <laughs> you don't deserve to have a man who also likes women, who, who has a job mm-hmm. and, you know, and is not trifling. Y'all, y'all can well, have future. I'll be confused like, for yourself because I feel like if you quick to be like, no, nah, he'll never want you anyway. Do you know how many <laughs> pirates I got to fight when I make the videos, making fun of them, and then they, they get all in their chest? Well, he wouldn't want you anyway. Sir, he wouldn't want you. And that's well, if, you, if you think you're better for him, then shoot your shot. If you, <laughs> go ahead. Still holler at you then. Show hey, me a thing or two, sis. It's 2023. It's a fair chance for everybody. You mm-hmm. know what You make mm-hmm. a move and tell him how you feel. Yeah. Since he wouldn't want me, then maybe he will want you. Speak up and say something because closed mouths don't get fed. Jonathan is man enough for all of us. Okay. I'll be singing at you. I present to you. Springtime Paris. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, calm you down. Where I was going. Somebody you... get my well Maya Angelou to went home to glory child, but get, we go we got a nice crisp recording of Maya Angelou 
singing about the in and out of time or whatever she said. <laughs> I was yours to have. You were always mine. <laughs> I was going to say it. <laughs> it don't matter who wasn't it is. It's springtime in Paris. <laughs> Girl, he ain't ready for this type of love. I'm like, go ahead, wrap up that front door. Because <laughs> you got kids, homework to do, and we got to sit up there and go over the budget for the next month. Like, no, we're a family. He just don't know it yet. That's my brother-in-law. Mm-hmm. He just don't know it yet. He, he don't, don't know it yet. Out. That's right. Ladies, make sure that you heard it today. Manifest your dreams, y'all. <sighs> it may come with a restraining order, but, you know. <laughs> I go after after what I want, but like no, I um, I love seeing them. You know, I've been I've been following the press tours. I love seeing them. You know, give interviews together and have each other's back. I'm sure the schedule has been grueling because they have been literally all over the world promoting this movie. And then, um, he's been promoting um the Ant Man and Quantumania movie, and then Devotion. So it's it's been a lot. So you know. Let's let's give our brothers their flowers, which I did see another interview. It was a black male interview. Oh, I forgot his name, but um, gave the brothers like a a bushel of flowers or whatever, and I thought that that was so sweet. He was like, "Y'all shouldn't have to, you know, wait to get y'all flowers. Here's y'all flowers now." He was like, "Even if you can't take it with you on the plane, I just want y'all to know that y'all are appreciated. Y'all are seen." Mm-hmm. I, and I love that he was over in the UK. Um, I forgot his name, but you know, dope brother. I love seeing that black man being seen, being loved on properly. Me too. So, speaking of being seen, <laughs> it was something that you mentioned this week that I resonated with a lot, and it was on the topic of low maintenance friendships. Mm. Now, as a girl that is busy, <laughs> and I know you are a girl that is busy as well. Um, can I just say I appreciate you? Thank you, you are um one of my um uh, friends that are uh low maintenance. You do not require unreasonable amounts of time. You actually, you know, we check in, we you know, we, you know, we're we're good girlfriends, so we do check in, we talk and all that stuff, but it doesn't feel like a burden because you're not overly or easily offended if we can't catch up right then and there. And you're the exact same way. And I mean, oh. I love that about you. It, it's, you know, there's never any wondering of, is there some type of beef going on? You know, you don't have to, because there's some mm-hmm. people where if you miss a text message, there's a mm-hmm. problem. Um, mm-hmm. Or if you, you know, it's just, there'll be these unknown beefs and you don't even know about it. You nope. know, I was mad at you. Oh. For what? <laughs> and, and it's like, well, I was having a mental breakdown, so I'm sorry, but <laughs> you know, I'm you know, we're all in our own world, and mm-hmm. um, life is busy. Yeah, life is very busy, busy very, and stressful. It is, and sometimes you just want to. Um, sometimes you just have to go through things by yourself. You're not ready for a crowd to woo 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 you. You know what I'm saying? You need to try to figure it out. And not everything requires that. I mean, really, we I don't need I don't need anybody to check with me with their every single 
um, minute by minute breakdown of what they're doing. And, you know, general things are good for me. Are you dating somebody? Mm -hmm. Um, you got a new job. I want to be there to congratulate you mm -hmm. for like the good things. I want to be there for the big things, small things, mm -hmm. but I don't require that you fill me in on every single detail of your life or that you need to run things by me. Mm -hmm. It's not required. You can tell me, Hey, I got married and oh, <laughs> all right. Tell me all about them. Okay, cool. Um, I love that. It doesn't. It doesn't require. I like the low maintenance friendships where it doesn't require. You know, you when you have, and and it's not even about having children or having a spouse. It's just that even if you are by yourself, nobody mm -hmm. wants to be bothered with all of that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's too much. It's way too much. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, we've all experienced these friends where, you know, they don't, they expect you to almost anticipate their needs. Mm -hmm. And that is, that really raises my anxiety personally, trying to anticipate yeah. how you're going to react to me not doing something for you that I don't even know about. Like, mm -hmm. I just can't do that. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And, and <clears throat> most importantly, I feel like, people are so people like that and I've dealt with when the friendships did not last um people that were very much preying on your time I mean I can only speak as like a single woman right now I think sometimes the misconception is that if you are single and childless you have all the time in the world to do whatever and that is not the case i'm telling you that is not the case and i feel like you know there are some people that if they do have families they feel like their only safe spot is with you and i'm like well what about your family <laughs> you got yeah. you know what i'm saying like you have a actual support system so i can't be I, I can't be your man. I know I am a real thug out here, okay? <laughs> but I cannot be your man. I don't know what to tell you. But also, there are support, you know, those those are called emotional support animals. And and people yeah, like that should get one. If you yeah. need a constant companion to reassure you yeah. and cuddle with you and you can pet them, you can go get a dog. Yeah. That's not even on your children and your family to do that, even if you do have one. Children grow mm -hmm. up. And your spouse is their own person. You yeah. need to find comfort within yourself. If you cannot mm -hmm. find a way to be happy, you are a high maintenance person. You need a roster. It cannot be the same person who you always go to. No. You want them to jump when you say jump and yeah. And hey, because it's I, unreasonable. It is, and and you know, and a lot of times with people who are high maintenance, it's not as simple as. A phone call. It's I need you to run errands with me. Yeah, no, because I have my own errands to run. Yes, I don't. Girl. I don't have time. That is not that. That's not fun. It's no. not a treat. We all hate going to do errands. I don't. <laughs> and it doesn't. It's not like, a treat for me. It's not a treat. And like you say, it doesn't matter if you're single. But I agree with you. A lot of people assume that when somebody does not have children or um or a spouse to care for, they assume that they have all the time in the world to just kind of cater to everybody else like that's their role and it doesn't matter even if you have the free time it's your time Thank nobody you. else is entitled to that like it doesn't I don't care if you didn't even have to work look your responsibilities are yours and mine are mine it's not 
your job to try and, you know, fill in for my, my gaps or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's ridiculous. And I think that like, let's normalize therapy because although I do not mind my friends, let me just say this because I don't want people to get the wrong idea. Um, I love when my friends come to me with things that they need to unpack, but I also, some things that are deep rooted, I'm an empath and I will take that on and feel like I need to fix it. And I'll end up, it, it'll literally affect me too. It weighs on you. It weighs. Yes. And it's like, I need for people to like fix whatever is going on or, or, you know, use tools to fix it. If you're not going to do that, then I don't know how much help I can really be. I can't be of use to you. I can't really help. I'm just listening to disaster after disaster. And it's you know a toxic cycle of, you know, just if you're, if you're a very high maintenance person, you need a lot of, let's say it's reassurance or mm-hmm. you need somebody always to be the angel on your shoulder. I'm, I'm not Jiminy Cricket. You, got, <laughs> you, you need to have your own conscience and your own mind. I, I don't mind you bouncing some things off of me, bouncing mm. some things off of me. Hey, this is what's running through my head, but I need you to come to your own conclusions. Yep. I can be there to tell you, no, you shouldn't be doing that. Now, you know that that's... <laughs> You know that's going to be a bad move. I can't do that. I don't have the energy. <laughs> I don't. Because if you tell me you're going to go over there and you're going to kill them people, okay. That's what you, you're That's what you going to get from me at this point. Okay. Yeah. I don't have time. To, I'm not going over there to stop you. You were going to make that bomb? Girl, okay. Well, just let me know. if Let you, me know how that turn out. Let me know how it turn out. I'm about to start on this meatloaf. <laughs> I don't have time to be nobody life guide or I didn't sign up to be a coach Mm-mm. or a therapist Mm-mm. and I certainly Mm-mm. didn't go to school for it no so I am not equipped to do it I can't no. do it no and I feel like you know <laughs> I feel like at some point you have to realize like you know there may be deep deeply seated things that you need to work out that you know your your good girlfriends and your good guy friends just cannot help you with and that's okay but that also goes into you cannot expect one person to be your any and everything regardless whether you're married or not regardless if you're single or not like you have to be or try to be as whole as you can be you know within yourself because if you're expecting this other person to be at your beck and call to complete you to be there to lift you and it's like okay that is a lot to put on a person yeah I agree and I mean like like we've said even if you have kids or a spouse I mean life changes mm-hmm. the kids that you have that are little they're gonna grow up yeah a spouse you have that things can change yeah if you're dependent on other people for you to be happy or to feel validated or whatever mm-hmm. it, you you gotta work on it and I mm-hmm. I think I think I'm over, um, you know, the friendships where, you know, there's the a group chat. You got to check in every single day. If you don't check in, there's a problem. Oh, well, oh, no, no. I don't do that, honey. Mm-mm. But see, you know, I we've all been there. We've experienced where, well, you didn't come to the, the brunch or, or whatever the event. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's these silly little like things. Mm-hmm. I'm, like, I'm busy. 
Yeah. I'm busy. And I do always appreciate an invite. I love an invite. Mm-hmm. Um, but please don't take it the wrong way. If I can't make it or if I don't respond to the text message or I miss the call or whatever. Of course, certain things I think are inexcusable. Like, let's say um, if there's a death in the family, I think that there's really no excuse if if your friend loses somebody that you yeah. can't at least offer your condolences. Like there are yeah. some that are, you know, now you're just being ridiculous. Girl, but they'll do. <laughs> well, that's, <laughs> I, I'm not going to make an excuse for that. But like, if we're talking about general things of, you know, you didn't come to our coffee date. Mm-hmm. I was hoping, you know, that you would come by and bring those paper towels for me. No, no. <laughs> like, no, man, I, I you're so have... melodramatic, but I'm out of here. <laughs> I don't have time for that. I don't. Mm-mm. Craziest things go, right. and things change, right? I know, like, I don't have to do a a maintenance checkup. You know what I'm saying? I don't have to do a well a temperature check. I guess is the word I'm looking for. Yeah, you know, I haven't heard from such and such. Let me make sure they don't feel this type of way. Like, mm-mm. I could say with my friend group. Everybody is just, is, they're cool. And I appreciate y'all for that. Yeah, and then there's no pressure of, mm-hmm. I don't hang out with this person for a month. Mm-hmm. You know, they're gonna, low maintenance to me equates to, hey, just because we're not talking doesn't mean you're going to turn around and start talking about me to somebody else. That's, exactly. That's really what we're looking for. It's not even a loyalty. It's just a thing of, hey, you don't hear from me. There's no need to speculate. or no. It just we cool until I say we're beefing we're not yes. and I'm pretty you know straightforward I don't like I don't like confrontation as you know but like if you if you ask me I will I didn't like that or yeah I did you know something like that but if I haven't mentioned anything it obviously we're good mm-hmm. and we're cool and it's there's no beef it's just you know it has to be busy or I'd be tired you know? Or I just want to be alone. Mm-hmm. I'm not busy, nor am I tired. I mean, and I, I'm one who's quick. I can admit and say, like, when I say I can't do something, I don't always mean literally I can't. Mm-hmm. I very well could get up off this couch and, and go but you do don't want to. But I don't want to. And that's okay. And that is perfectly fine to just not want to. Mm-hmm. get it. Sometimes... You know, when we cancel plans, you know, sometimes we cancel plans and we're like happy about it. <laughs> we'll be happy. Like, we'll be like, you know what? We're just nobody f- gets offended and nobody's feelings get hurt when we have to be like, y'all, I can't do it. Oh, well, <laughs> Great. girl, we got 2024. You know, one of these years, we're going to go to the Starbucks Reserve Roastery. <laughs> we will get there. Okay. And when we do, they're going to tow our car. Yeah. See, oh, and <laughs> as bad as I want to live in the city, and you know I do, it's that type of foolery that keeps me in Northwest Indiana. Like, why do y'all want to tow everybody's car? Y'all want to put a ticket on everybody's car? Want to put a boot on it? Now they putting boots on the window, the uh, windshield wiper. Right. Not the windshield wiper. The, um... The win- the front window or whatever on the car, girl, I can't even how think. How they putting boots on the... I, I don't know how they doing it, but I saw it on the... I guess Lori had to smite us one more time. She said, okay. Y'all <laughs> <laughs> got me up out of here. <laughs> I got some for y'all. <laughs> she probably did. 
girl. I said, uh, uh. Honestly, if I lived in the city and like all of y'all were in the city, I probably wouldn't even have a car. Mm. Probably just, but then I don't know because public transportation, people nasty. Girl, that's why I said, mm, because you know how them how them buses be. They be yeah. Mm-hmm. And hollering. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. They do too much. They do way too much. Did you get a chance? I don't know if you did or not. Did you get a chance to watch the Chris Rock uh special on Netflix? You know what? Um in you in short, no, but I did watch <laughs> I watched enough clip for me to draw an uneducated opinion, okay? So <laughs> you, you go ahead and say what you're gonna say, because I already feel how I feel. So so and and I don't want to. I got to be careful how I phrase things because you you know you never know who you run into. Um, I don't care for him as a comedian. Mm. I never have. There's been a handful of times that I've thought he was funny, and this is just this is before the slap heard around the world. This is just how I've always felt about his um comedic you know comedic stuff. This special, I could have went without it. I chuckled a time or two. I feel like the draw was supposed to be <clears throat> him discussing Will and Jada and the slap, obviously. And he did discuss it for like maybe the last five minutes of the stand up um, special or whatever. It, it was unnecessary, <laughs> in my opinion. And I just kind of felt like, well, if all you wanted to do was get up there and kind of just talk about some stuff, it was like watching a boomer tell jokes. Mm. It gave okay. boomer energy. And it wasn't even that it was all bad. I don't think that it was bad. It was just listening to your great uncle say some stuff in the living room. Loudly. Loudly. <laughs> Cursing. Okay. Yeah. Um. After, and- you know, a drink or two. You know what? That's what I gathered from from what I saw and and for me I loved everybody hates Chris like to me I think Chris Rock is good yeah. um, that was good yeah. yeah I love that and even when he did um his documentary about um black hair um I don't know if you ever seen it it was called good hair you know what I, I I have I know what you're talking about I've never seen it it's a really good documentary so I want to be honest I've never had any issue with Chris Rock um you know I'm not, I'm going to be honest, I, it's not easy to make me laugh. So there's quite a few comedians who I'm kind of like, they're not Dave Chappelle, I mean. Yeah, they, yeah they, they don't do, and they're not the kings of comedy. I mean, yeah. they just are not that funny. They're okay. But like I said, for me, is it, in, is it entertaining? And he was good on his show. What I would say to me, though, is, and I mean, this may have to be edited out or, or removed. We may have to remove it. But- <laughs> Right. Go ahead, I'll edit it out. Is <laughs> and you know, I don't know if you have to bleep it out or what, but he, I saw a clip of him. I think he was with Louis C.K. or somebody. Oh, was, or, I don't he, care for him at all. He was with um, Jerry Seinfeld, I believe. It was like two other white comedians, mm-hmm. maybe, and he was encouraging them to say the N word. Uh, and and just like laughing, you know how he laughs, and it just it really rubbed me the wrong way because mm-hmm. it's had to explain. I'm not gonna say that, and here's why. 
he had to explain to him, a black man, why it wouldn't be appropriate for him to use that word. He had to explain to Chris Rock why yeah. he couldn't say it as a white man. Explain it to the entire group why it was not appropriate for them to be sitting there using the N word. And you know, it rubbed me the wrong way. It's like Chris, you are a little too you're too comfortable for that. And then you even way too you, gotta, yeah, I'm gonna have to edit that out. <laughs> you're literally saying, you know, whip him again, Massa. I saw that clip where he was jokingly saying that he watched Emancipation to watch Will Get Whipped. Mm-hmm doing that you know some of the things he just says to me uh as much for him to, he he said as much as he says oh i was taught not to fight in front in front of white people mm-hmm. but you're but, shucking job but you stuck and jive but you yeah. sit here and joke about being a slave in their presence you sit here and let them say the n-word in their presence you talk about other black people in a i mean in a very negative way i mean i get it's a joke. Like, I get you may make jokes or whatever, but this is going back to when he hosted, I think it was the Oscars, and, you know, Will and Jada, mostly Jada, was mm-hmm. born, and, you know, he took the job, which was mm-hmm. I think Kevin Hart had lost it because of some jokes he had made some years previously. Mm-hmm. A community. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. He lost They that gave one. it to Chris, and um, you know, just your willingness to kind of throw black people under the bus. Mm-hmm. For I just don't see that same energy for other races. Um, I've never seen him do that with, I, he'll say a generalized white joke, mm-hmm. but like, does he specify certain white people, certain wh- powerful white men? No. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, And you know, and that's what I would say like with Dave Chappelle. When he got on the topic of the Jewish community, on his stand-up special, he didn't hold back. Mm-hmm. He said what he had to say. He criticized it fairly. Um, mm-hmm. What the issue was with, with Kanye West and with Kyrie Irving and all. He was very mm-hmm. fair. Mm-hmm. He, he didn't nitpick any particular community. And I think, to me, I can respect that more than with Chris Rock. You kind of choose, you, you choose certain people yeah, and and you know, you know, when he explained that he had called Will after the whole red table talk and all of that, mm-hmm. and Will's a bigger guy than me, and all you and Will are not cool. Y'all are no. not friends. You calling him to offer your condolences, really? You you calling him to heckle him, and that's yeah. why he didn't call you back. Yeah, because he didn't want. He already was hearing it from the rest of the world. He didn't want to hear it from you, and a he, colleague. As much as he said, I'm not a victim, you're not going to see me crying. And, you know, I saw that that snippet. Well, you are acting like a victim. Mm-hmm. You said what you said. And and it came with consequences. And, I mean, honestly, I hate to say this, but for all the people who were, you know, so outraged that Will slapped Chris, of course, I don't think it was appropriate. I, I do believe there was a better way to handle it. But, really, mm-hmm. all the people who are very upset about it, who are talking about oh, we shouldn't be fighting in front of white people, blah, blah, blah. No, what you guys don't like is that a part of your reality got shattered when mm-hmm. you, Chris Rock got slapped for running his mouth. And mm-hmm. then you realize, oh my God, if he gets slapped on TV... I can get slapped. I, I can get slapped. I might be next. <laughs> I might be... And that's what that's what got them. Mm-hmm. That was the gotcha moment. That was the gotcha. They said, oh, hold up. And it came from their golden child. See, Will Smith has always been 
and and no shade against him because he's just doing his job. He's always been the palatable black man. The nice, you know, there are certain black men. We mentioned Denzel earlier. Will Smith is another black actor that you know white folks and everybody else love him. He's happy rap. He's you know, mm-hmm. well, he's the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. He's cool. He's getting jiggy with it. And when they saw a very African American <laughs> moment. <laughs> <laughs> a very you reneged on this uh bid whisk card one more time i'm gonna smack you and they didn't know how to handle it and it shattered their little world yep but it's like this is what happens this is why you got in mind you want to be part of the community so bad but this is what happens when you talk too much stuff sometimes the uncles get into a ruckus well and you know what? And I, I think honestly, they could work. They, they really at this point to me, it's been a long time. Work it out between you two if you want to, or if you don't want to, whatever. But we'll right. Don't respond, Will. Chris, you're not funny, baby. Just retire. <laughs> you know, let's just move on. And honestly, I, I would love if Chris made another sitcom. Now I'm here for, but as far as I'm concerned, Tyler James Williams is Chris Rock. Rock yeah, Chris that's Rock. who I identify as, as the that's, Chris. That's the that's, Chris Rock I want to see. That's who we want to see. You are not Chris. <laughs> Tyler is. Mm-hmm. Oh, and you guys can bury the hatchet and move on or whatever, but Chris yeah. really can stick to his documentaries because I'm telling you, that good hair documentary was good. Well, I'll have to check that out. I want to say it's on Hulu because I've seen um, clips of it. But yeah, I like I said, I never cared for him as a comedian. There are some funny moments. Um that I laughed and even in his in the special this you know most recent one there were some moments where I was like oh okay uh-huh. but it was one of those like you know a clock is right twice out the day like it yeah. happens you know you are a comedian that is part of your job to make somebody laugh um but yeah I was just kind of like it it was everything that I kind of figured it would be and ultimately it was like you just kind of use this as an opportunity which hey make your money get your bag um to to sell tickets and to build up the hype and then talk about you know his relationship with will smith now i will say this i will say this like you mentioned earlier i do feel like that situation could have been handled differently i don't think a slap was necessarily necessary in front of everybody you know yeah but like he did mention a few things like, you know, <laughs> you had, I did not do the entanglement. Like, keep that same energy when you was at the red table and she was interviewing yeah. you after she slept with your son's friend. Allegedly. <laughs> but, because <laughs> baby, I can't get sued. Now, I did kind of hee hee ha ha at that. <laughs> I was like, well. No, and he has a point there. Uh, yeah. Like, it was a but, build up. Like, it was a build-up, exactly. And it was like, he was the person because it's like, he already did not like you. He didn't. And, and you know, the thing is, is that I think it was very apparent, Will is not rocking with you. If he ain't call you back, you no. know, most jokes that you, the joke he made is a joke you make when y'all cool. Mm-hmm. If y'all cool, you know, you could th- throw a little joke in here and there or whatever. Um, But y'all ain't cool like that. No. And I do believe Will, like, definitely, he didn't have to go up there and slap him. But don't try to do this whole thing of Will is a bigger man than me. No. 
Like, you know? bitch, you're not frail. You're not. You didn't pass out afterwards. No. <laughs> I Somebody had left a comment. They said, what if what if Chris would have failed, hit his head, and died? <laughs> and they were serious. They were talking about how bad what Will did was. And I'm like, you know, the slot wasn't even like a huge, I mean, it was a little pat on the face. It was more disrespectful than anything. It was embarrassing. Yeah. It was embarrassing. But, you know, and the thing I'm going to say is Will did the right thing for the wrong woman. And we go, and I'm going to look at that. You know, I ain't mad at you. But I ain't mad at you for defending your wife, but it shouldn't have been for her. Because I'm just saying like this. <laughs> I, I agree, and I hope that this don't come back to bite me. But like, will baby, mm. a mm. rose is still a rose, or whatever. Rita said, you need to go ahead and find your love, find you know, discover yourself. Because I feel like. Yeah, at the end of this, Jada, you kind of <laughs> this was all this is all you're you're doing. You keep telling yeah. this man that he'll never be Tupac. Look at you, you can't even lose your hair like Tupac. Like it's just sad. She has embarrassed him, and, and but also here's another thing for all you little jokers and roasters and kikiers. Just figure out what somebody that had enough and they fed up. Yeah, that's let's learn to gauge how much some when somebody done had too much because yeah. you might be the one to get slapped. Yeah. You might not have been the one who roasted them all year, but you did the final joke that led yeah. to them. you was the straw. Yeah, and also realize that listen, regardless of what their dynamic is, that's that man's wife. Yep. Regardless on how I feel, he needs to <laughs> just go on elsewhere. And probably the rest of America, that's his wife, and he gonna stick beside her. They sat up there on her red kitchen table talk and said, "Bad marriage for life." I knew and then, she, baby, he ain't going nowhere. And, and she, she on it. But here's the thing: that is the that to me is at this point that's the nature of their relationship. They mm-hmm. have they got what they got. They both mm-hmm. need some things, and you know we ain't gonna get into all of that, but. <laughs> an unusual relationship to say yeah to say it simply um and, and it's been going on longer than you know whatever her and whoever had mm-hmm. they've they been together for a long time so we go- and you just don't know what the and i've well obviously from being divorced but baby in a marriage and you know this because you a married woman you, you gotta let married people be married people because they can sit up there and talk about how they had each other all day long and then they showing up to you know <laughs> girl then they having an anniversary party <laughs> y'all thought we wasn't gonna make it y'all like, wasn't gonna make it girl they, they'll have a big old anniversary party yes. and then do a family photo shoot afterwards yes. and then have a reality tv show all in one Mm-hmm. I mean that that is especially amongst celebrity marriages. We're yeah. talking about everyday people. We're talking about celebrities who that people are weird in Hollywood. They do they things very that we wouldn't do as mm-hmm. regular folks. Yeah, and then sometimes that 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 makeup gift just be it hits the spot. If you buy me a Bentley, you know, from a little cheating. I mean, it's women getting cheated on every day for for far less. I'm not trying that bitly, but mm, you know, it, it's just different. And you know, when it comes to like married people, you really just gotta 
I is it's whatever because it's it, it, out of it. Yeah, it's y'all business. Yeah, but mm-mm. speaking of marriage, <laughs> you know we have to to end the show with our favorite show. Oh, life after lockup. Now this is the, and I'm glad you told me because for some reason I thought love after lockup was just it, but okay. life after lockup is featuring the people that was on love after lockup. <laughs> you thought we was done? Nah, we got <laughs> and, and girl, they didn't even take a break. They picked right no. up the following week with the foolish. <laughs> I'm like, oh, so I watched the first episode. Um, <laughs> can I just say, <laughs> and I have to start with Monique and um, girl, why well, I want to call him Kevin? That is not his name. Um, what is Monique's uh little boyfriend name? Um, Derek. Derek. His sisters are so <laughs> shady. Like, oh, girl, when they was in that gift shop and, she, and the sister, the big big sister was like. <laughs> Uh, do y'all sell scales? I, the way I scream. <laughs> I said, why are y'all doing this girl like that? And it's Derek trying to have the maturity to ignore them. Why, why did you bring them there in the first place? Why did mm-hmm. you particular to get her a gift? You know they don't like her? They don't like her at all. At yeah. all. And then the other little sister was like, well, get her something that stank. <laughs> like... Why are you taking these girls with you? Cause Derek likes the foolery too. He do. He he, do. he he. I think he be laughing and he enjoys. He enjoys it. He does. Cause if he didn't, he wouldn't invite them. No. Ah, mm, I don't. And then, girl, I'm hearing that he's been cheating on her with multiple. That uh live that you sent me. Mm hmm. With multiple uh girls, and I'm like, mm, I was rooting for them. Admitted. Did you? So did you watch the episode like that just came out on Friday? Mm-hmm. He cheated on he her. Was ten women. Yeah. Ten mm-hmm. women, and the and they did an interview on um with Angela Yee. Mm-hmm. He said the last time he cheated on her was a month and a half ago. Mm-hmm. And, they, and they still together? Yeah. They are. Girl. And you, I don't watch the show for anybody except, the, you know, like, I don't even have to recap the rest of them because, you know, Cameron and, and, and Aries and all of them. I mean, I, I will watch for them and Justine and Michael, but mm-hmm. the rest of the other people who are not black. Oh, I yeah. I don't care about none of them. Now, I, I am interested to see, like, um, <laughs> one of the couples, uh, the white couple, the one with the new baby, she was trying to cheat on her husband on the low. Oh lawn. yeah, yeah. Okay, but she wasn't even on the show previously. I don't. No, know. she wasn't. I don't know where she came from. Yeah, I mean, I haven't been keeping up with the show. I just only really started for Monique and Derek. Mm-hmm. So I don't know where she came from or how that started, or even the girl who's pregnant and mm-hmm. then the other two girls who I, I don't. They're not together. They each have their own boyfriends, but they're put together on the show. Yeah, yeah. I don't too much care about that stuff. Yeah, I, 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 y'all can cut them. I'm here for um Monique and Derek and Eris and Cameron and um Justine and Mike. And that's it. Yeah, that's pretty much it. 
I did like uh how Cameron um did that beach thing for Eris. I thought that was really sweet. You know what? All, it to me, it don't even matter what he do because he is so disgusting to me. Like he just, <laughs> um, he just was so nasty to me. I can't. Eris could do so much better. Um, she's a yeah. pretty girl. She's, she's beautiful. beautiful, and she's beautiful. Cameron is disgusting. He looks dirty. He looked like he stank. And I hope I <laughs> across him because he gonna slap me like Will. <laughs> you know, I he just I don't know why he just looks so dirty. You know, he just looks so like like he gonna start some mess. And it's just I don't know. I don't know. Like it's something about him I don't like. <laughs> Never met him, and he probably gonna slap me too. <laughs> but like, is I felt like she could have done, she could have did better too. I did not like the fact that, uh, did you see that her father had called, mm-hmm. and he ended up finding out over social media that she got married. I didn't like that at all. I'm like, no, you could have told your daddy, but you no, know, you couldn't have told your daddy because your daddy would have been cussing you out, talking to you like, what are you about to like? That don't make no type of sense. He just got out of jail, and y'all about to get married two days later. Like what? Cameron needs a bath. Yeah. A, a yeah. bath. Like a, a real a hot nice one. scrub. A nice, a real hot bath. And then a rinse. Yeah. And then another bath. Like and and a tr- I don't like his beard situation either. I don't like it. You know, even his his I don't know, girl, it's just so many things about him that are just <laughs> off. You are not pleased. <laughs> I don't, but and then we got Michael. You know, Michael is so he's so clean looking. Like Michael he is, is a good looking guy, and he he has a clean. He just looks clean. Like even yeah. when he got out of jail and he didn't have his, you know, his gear up, on and stuff, he yeah. still looks clean. He looked like he showers. Mm-hmm. Looked like he he looked like he stank. Yeah, it's a lot of stale air around him. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Mm-mm. But that was a nice dinner he did for her. It it was was, it was very cute. Now I am concerned because, like Eric said, where are you getting this money from? (laughs) And he basically like, oh, I'm you know I ain't doing nothing no more. Like, sir, don't don't get caught up because you can't so much as cough wrong and get you know a speeding ticket or something like that, and they're gonna send your butt right back to jail. He gonna be back in jail. I can tell already. That's what I'm worried about. I am really worried that he they're gonna end up taking him away and it's gonna break Eris's heart. You know. Yeah, he he gonna go back. You can tell because you know, I don't even think he's supposed to be drinking and he still drinks. He drinks too much. He I think he can have a cocktail or a drink, but girl, the last the well, the episode on Love After Lockup, he had gotten blacked out drunk. And you can't do that. Yeah, I, I'm not really feeling him. I mean, like I said, I prefer them over like Nathan and Skylar. They cut mm-hmm. them. Yeah, they they seem I don't know. They seem kind of toxic to towards each other, but I don't know. I, I'm curious to see if they last. I, I hope they. I hope all the couples that are together actually do well and they make it. But I don't know. Eris and Cameron, I just I don't see it for him. I hope I'm wrong, but I really don't see it for him. Now, um, as far as like Justine and Michael, I love them together. I just hope that Justine doesn't mess this up. Yeah, um, I feel know, like she is the problem. She's she's a bit manipulative. At yeah, 
things that she says to him, like even with her saying that her mother forced it out of her, she yeah. seems like she likes to get under people's skin. She does. Yeah, she's I mean, childish. Yeah, childish. Like it's like she couldn't wait to throw it in her mother's face that she was pregnant, and um, it it went. And then Michael seems very traditional. Like he really wants to be the head of the household, lead the family, mm-hmm. and it. I don't know. Um, Justine seems like she does it. She goes along with that when it's convenient. Right. Like when it's time to quit her job. <laughs> <laughs> My husband told me I need to quit. You know, you when your husband wants me to be a stay-at-home wife, so your husband said this is my last day. That we are pregnant. You just you just went incognito. Mm-hmm. Well, he he told you don't tell her, and you did. Mm-mm-mm. And she really made it seem like her mother was just badgering her. Like you sat up there and basically gave her the end, like oh, and all the children to come. Mm. Like, girl, people know what that meant. Like, I hope she doesn't mess it up because I do feel like, um, you know, they they could have a good marriage. They could, and I mean. I I think it'll work. I honestly do see them working out. I do. Mm-hmm. Stable enough for her. And and then something she went into, I think it was maybe last week, she explained that she had been in some abusive relationships before, which is kind mm-hmm. of um some of her behavior, this is what she's saying, it kind of stemmed from, from being in bad, toxic relationships. She really doesn't know how to trust. Mm. And I hope that, you know, she gets therapy and all of that that because that's what it sounds like you need it yeah um but hopefully you know she can get on track and you know see michael for now michael needs to figure out how to have an income because yeah that rap career i don't see it for him and i don't see the shoes happening either i haven't even looked at the shoes um and I don't like the rapping at all. I'm going to be honest. The shoes, there was a scandal with that because they were saying <laughs> that he just bought the shoes, I think, on like AliExpress. Mm-hmm. And read, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's why I said I don't see that being a thing either. Um, and, you know, they'll have, they have, I think, eight kids together total. Mm-hmm. They'll have. Now, I will say this <laughs> as far as like the rapping, Cameron can rap. Oh. I would give him that. I have to go uh, listen to his music thing because I haven't even heard it. I I he did a freestyle or something in the studio, and I I, I was wiggling my head a little bit. I said, "Oh, okay. okay." And you know, I don't care for rap all too much. Oh, you the, don't okay. the new school the new school rap. Oh, oh, see, I imagine he would have like an an older style of rap because he he. It, I would say that it would be something that could be played t- today and be fine. Mm. But I thought, I said, okay, well, you know. But Mike, I personally don't care for his, his rapping. We shall see more to come. More to come. Well, Scoops, that is all we have for today. Um, I want to thank special guest Nikki Devereaux for stopping by, you know, Speaking with us, kicking with us, girl. I appreciate you so much. Thank you so much for stopping through. Thank you so much for having me. I am truly honored, and I want to thank all the little people. <laughs> me. Once I've made it, I've ascended all the way to the top now. <laughs> and 
happy to be here. I was like, oh my God, I have literally been mentioned like on the podcast at least like four times. Yes. And I was like, okay, I'm feeling a little famous. You are famous. You are very much famous. And I'm like, well, you know, I, we have our discussions anyway. And I'm like, people, we could give them a little piece. It's Women's History Month. They can get a little morsel of some of the things. Now, obviously, we ain't talk about everything because, honey, get- we- <laughs> <laughs> we can't do all that. We cannot we, do that. We didn't do any name dropping. Uh uh-uh. uh. That. So we did really good. We did pretty well. And you know I'm gonna edit this thing up too. Girl, <laughs> and girl, let the branch review it first before you. Really- <laughs> Cause woo. Mm-mm. But I want to thank you again um for coming on the show i appreciate you and to anyone out there that wants to send in an anonymous letter or an anonymous question go ahead and email me at the scoop hs at gmail.com i'll read it on here anonymously and give my opinion um and it's hershey sunday on all streaming platforms um i'm saying i was like i got a a, a song out well i do actually well, you <laughs> actually do. i do go That's ahead um, Miss Call, go ahead, check that out on all streaming platforms, but on all social media platforms, uh, check me out. I'm Hershey Sunday. Um, give me a follow, you know what I'm saying? Follow the show. I look forward to interacting with y'all. Don't forget to like, share, follow, and comment for more content. And as always, I'm Hershey Sunday, and I'm back with the scoop. Peace. <laughs>